0: This week's episode of the All About Hennessy Show, Jason Sternberger enlightens us on eSports. What the heck is eSports? Hennessy Police Chief Ed Cangiano fills us in on all the new improvements in the department. And we visit with Hennessy High School girls softball coach Lee Linsenmeyer. All this and more on this week's All About Hennessy Show. This show made possible in part by on Electric. Serving Northwest Oklahoma with clean, reliable power for over 100 years. electriccom And DK Recycling of Hennessy. 405-853-6951
1: Hi, Jason. Hey, how are you, Jack?
0: Good. We had a, like a really exciting night the other night over at the Early Educational Center.
1: Yeah, the Heritage Night? Yeah. Yeah, very neat.
0: That was, that was like... Big time! It was. I, I went back. I figured it was going to be like a couple little tents and stuff, and there was like, geez, twelve,
1: fourteen, was, probably. Yeah, with a band. Yeah. And,
0: uh, uh, some food vendors. All different kind. There were food. If you didn't get there, uh, there was food from almost every nationality. I guess that would be represented here. here yeah. 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 Um, and it was it was fun putting them together. There was somebody gave me a a little cup of um, I don't even know what it was. It was like coconut. And they said that that was indian some kind of an indian dessert yeah that was pretty fun
1: i think yeah. the main ingredient in that he told me was rose
0: yes yeah yep very cool so did what what did you have i had of course i had to have a hot dog i had
1: to have a hot dog and, and then tacos uh, some
0: were excellent
1: chicken and noodles and the line to get the tacos and burritos was too long when i was there so <laughs> i settled for a hot dog and chicken and noodles and a couple kolaches yeah i
0: are gonna to do the cala. i saw well in fact i think i gave you a thing to put your kolachi in but um yeah the kolachis were
1: yeah very good yes yes yeah. that's,
0: that's um i mean that's really specific to this area too you go out much past this area and, and people wouldn't know what a kolache was so, pretty neat
1: very good they need to
0: now there's something really big happening behind the early education center the outdoor learning center
1: yeah where we had heritage tonight yeah.
0: yeah i mean that um if you went and didn't understand what that was about the all of that fenced-in area behind is going to be uh, an outdoor learning center of
1: sort that is right yes and so that that area where you know parents will pull through and drop the the little ones off of a morning you got a side on the east and the west side of that, and the area we're talking about is just right directly on the west side of the Early Childhood Center. And so, um, yeah, Miss Mac, kudos to her and her teachers of just trying to, you know, find ways to, to do something different. And so they've got an area, we're looking at putting a little stage where that band was performing at Heritage mm-hmm. Night, and... But putting a little permanent stage there and then we've got two or three different well four or five different learning areas and um, you know it's just I, I mean I think it's it's uh, un, you know an unlimited amount of options available for whatever uh, comes across because uh, you know just like I was asked at the board meeting you know what's the time frame and what's the budget and really there's there's not any because uh, you know there's there's so much that can go into it at first um, I know we're going to do some things and put some sidewalks in, and I sh- she's got her stations put out. But you know, I mentioned to the board, and I've mentioned to Miss Mac about that's a great area to look now for an outdoor turf in the areas where there's grass because you know our maintenance guys will be weed eating around that that's going to blow into the learning centers and everything or you know you know then you build a couple canopies which you know you could go get a a carport for 700 or you could have a nice pergola so when i say it's unlimited it's not like we're just going to keep throwing money at it but you know they they talked about a water station so you know in a couple years if that's where it's course we may put in a whole new Module of some sort, or we may add to it. So it's going to be a, a continuing this is project. The, the that,
0: sketches I saw, or the I guess the the materials they were going to build this out of weren't just like plastic furniture and things. This yeah, was like kind of Leonardo's. Like, have it, you been to Leonardo's? Yes, I have. Yeah. Very, really upscale, nice. Very
1: nice. I mean, we we don't want to do this, you know, have speed by any means, and we want to put good money into it. That something is going to last for the kids, and uh, something they look forward to, and can get outside, and you know, on nice days, or if it is raining, and you're under a canopy they can still be outside not in the mud if it's outdoor turf and you know there's just things to continually build on but I think it's a, it's a great idea so like, like I said kudos to miss Mac and the teachers down there for for getting this started
0: and then at the school board meeting last week the, the board did approve <clears throat> some spending some some kind of money for yeah we got uh, some uh,
1: shelves going in they've they've got an art area and so there we're just putting in some outdoor storage cabinets you know that that way they can keep their art supplies out there so uh it's pretty minor at this point in time but uh i think there was a couple grants that uh, they've applied for different things through the foundation which foundation will meet the 28th of this month Um, And then they've asked for some stuff uh, locally that I just you know we're we're going to take care of, and Mm -hmm. when we get more prices on it. And had a couple of uh, local vendors help you know have said that they'll help out and knock back some costs like you know on concrete work and just some different things. So I mean it's just a it's a true community involvement, uh, uh, trying to get different people and different uh, businesses and organizations where they actually have a a stakeholder in it. You know.
0: I think as the ball gets rolling and people realize just how cool this is, I think it'll really. I think so. Yeah. 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 It, It won't take a lot. Now, this one intrigues me because I get to sit in a chair, I think, but what in the world are eSports? I heard you talking about that during the uh, school board meeting, and Mm -hmm. it's like beginning, it's a real thing.
1: Oh, yeah, it's very real. And a few years ago is when I first heard about eSports. And we were at the National Federation High School Summer Conference, and um, they were explaining what eSports is and how this is you know, really being introduced to schools nationwide, and then they're showing the, the growth rate of this. And, and what it is is literally just uh, video games, and they have competitive leagues for video games. And the OSSA, uh, which I serve on the board, there's 15 uh, board members on that, but we did approve that we uh, are in contract with a company called Play Versus, and it's P-L-A-Y and then just V-S, so uh, anybody can get on their website. They offer seven different uh, games, uh, if you will. Madden is one of them, FIFA, they've got a couple strategy games, um, you know, and everything is well, a, so this isn't a just non-violent. Like, this
0: isn't athletic.
1: No, it's not this just athletic. This like using your brain stuff yeah. kind of thing. Yes, it, very much so. Oh. And so okay. these teams can sign up and so we're actually supposed to have a rules meeting, I think, later on. Um, I may have missed the email, but you know, I, I know OSA we'll is going to still give continuous uh, directives on this. And so there's going to be two seasons. There's a fall and a spring season. Um, the fall, I think we're kind of using it as a trial run. Uh, they're anticipating about 60 schools signing up for this. This has already been in Oklahoma. Uh, there's there's already multiple leagues across the state uh, that that schools have already formed esports teams. And um, of course, you know you've you've got to have a gaming system Um, and you know these aren't just regular laptops that you're gonna get they're gonna you're going something a little faster and process more and there's certain controls and uh I mean there's a lot to learn about it and so um you know it's something we're definitely going to explore it's an opportunity and avenue for kids who like you said may not you know maybe physical activity with actual sports is not their thing Mm -hmm. you know or, or limited and so other kids can go in and these competitions so say that Hennessy becomes a school that does this and then down the road, if we, you know, you have meets during the week, um, you have to have sponsors, you know, we'd have to find space to do this, but it's not a travel, you know, if we're, if we're, we're playing, you yeah. remote in, you yeah. know, it's right there, so there's no travel. And if you'll look at this, and I know this is crazy, but like Staples, they'll host these national, you know, world competitions, and I mean, they're everywhere, but they'll draw 60, 70,000 spectators to watch people compete at video games. And so you could have, you know, if, if say that we had three or four teams of Madden competitors here at Hennessy, we may have two or three of this other game and one here. And so there, there's gotta be, that's what we talked about is at the OSA meeting is, you know, how are the classes gonna be determined? It only one school get one team, cause you know, this is a, uh, I think they projected the first year, maybe 60 teams join the OSA. Cause I think they think some will still stay with their leagues that they're in. They may be tougher for example, or, mm-hmm. or whatever the reason is. But uh, it, it's, they, they showed, they were, when they talked to a couple years ago about the number of schools in the nation that are on this, the number just quadrupled. And I think there's tur- currently 23 states that have now adopted to where uh, they've partnered like what Oklahoma has. And so there will be an OSSA state champion in these seven divisions of eSports that we've adopted. Wow. And that'll be in the spring. Yeah,
0: that is amazing. Yeah, it really it really is. Yeah. And it opens, like I said, it opens doors to, to kids that might not be physically able or care about physical sports, but they're really into computers exactly, and, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, so.
1: just another avenue to get kids involved in something. Yep,
0: very very neat. So we've been struggling with this track a little mm-hmm. bit, yeah. and we had another backup this week sort of yeah
1: i mean we were out on a limb you know i we'd uh t- taken an application to the board as part of the covid money the sr3 they if they have uh, allow for a construction application which if you can show is to prepare prevent and uh, respond Basically, they don't want you to create space of some sort. So we were hoping to justify that that outdoor classroom could be used as, for the PE and for different classes to be able to get outside, and, and we knew it was a stretch. But nonetheless, we put in for the application, the board approved, um, put in for the application and, and found out that it had been denied. So now the next step is you know, we know still want to get the track finished. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, We're going to visit our options about what we can do with uh, local funds that we currently have. Um, and so we should be in, we should be in good shape. You know, I mean, I think it may be a process that uh, maybe we can pay for it out of one fund and pay for it all together. If not, we may have to look at a lease option, um, you know, maybe pay it off in a couple of years. But I, I think we can still move ahead on it. And so getting with that information, then I'll take that to the next board meeting and, and hopefully to. F- uh, you know, some finite numbers for the board. Once,
0: once again, if even, I mean, it has great value for outdoor learning, kind of like you're saying, but if we can host some events.
1: Yeah, and um, get people that, into that's community. That's economic development exactly. stuff. Exactly, so spending bringing, money in the community and yep. bringing people here and, you know, having, going back to your little league, Olympics and, yep. you know, but that's the key is, is not just to fix this up so we have a place just to practice. You know, let's, let's start getting some more track meets in. Mm-hmm. Let's start putting in, trying to get some regionals here, you know, just different things. Mm-hmm. Try to promote it where the community comes up and uses it more, yep. and and feels safe to do so. Because if somebody goes out there now, you know it's there's a danger. Well, yeah, it's got the, Well, the potholes are the core <laughs> samples that they took. I had somebody say it's bubbling up from the bottom. No, it's not. It, it's not that. Those were intended. Those are core samples. We knew they're going to get fixed. So so those those four that are out there are good. But there are other areas where you know there's cracks, and I mean it, you know little kids not paying attention and and adults not paying mm-hmm. attention. I mean you could easily roll your ankle out there. Yeah, yeah. and so. Uh, yeah. And
0: it's thick. I didn't realize the cushiony stuff was that thick. It's it's a couple inches thick. Yeah,
1: it's uh, it's it, you know fairly thick and then it sits on top of the asphalt. Yeah. Yep. Uh,
0: all right. Anything else?
1: I think that's it. That's all right. Don't go
0: away. When we come back, we speak with Hennessy Police Chief Ed Cangiano. This show made possible in part by Integris, Bass Baptist Health Center. Integrisok.com. I have Hennessey Police Chiefs, Ed Cangiano. Did I even get close? You got close. Okay, say it right. Cangiano. Okay. Don't Third. worry, I've been married almost 20 years, she still can't pronounce your, your it. Your wife so. still can't even pronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So you, you've you been in Oklahoma since, how long have you been in Oklahoma? I moved to Oklahoma in 1989.
2: I was with the United States Air Force and I got stationed at Tinker. Well, I fell in love with Oklahoma, so when I separated out of the Air Force off active duty, I just managed to stay here. I, I love Oklahoma. And you were with Bethany Police Department for like 20 years? Yes, I was with the Bethany Police Department for 20 years, retired in 2016 as a lieutenant from there. You're too young to retire. I'm retired from the
0: Air Force also. (laughs) (laughs) A double retiree. I like it. (laughs) I'm working on that. Um, And then you ended up in Arizona.
2: Yes, in 2016 when I retired, I was given a job with Taser, the weapons manufacturer, Mm -hmm. and I became the lead instructor for the company. for, And I was in... Arizona for three years I lived in Arizona for three years that took you like all over the place didn't it It took me all over the world teaching taser yeah it was was a a good good job though it was a good job but um, we missed Oklahoma me and my wife my wife is from here originally Mm -hmm. and we missed we missed Oklahoma and decided to move back I have children and grandchildren here
0: so it was it was just a a calling to come back and I got an opportunity to come to (laughs) Hennessy yes and then about a year ago you became chief Yes. Yep. About a year ago, I
2: became chief, and I love this community. Love it here. Um, it's a lot of great people. You know, I remember I got asked in Arizona, you know, they said, well, you're going back to Oklahoma, and I said, you know, it's 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 a pretty state with a lot of pretty people, so yeah. it's time to go back.
0: <laughs> I was taken, when I moved here 40 years ago, I was taken by the friendliness. It was like I was suspicious. Yes. You know, you why are you street? so friendly? Yeah, you walk down the street, you say <laughs> hi, and
2: somebody says hi back. That's yes. uncommon. Yep. In other places, I should say.
0: (laughs) So since you've been the chief, you've made a lot of changes. You're making – the the department is progressing. You know, I remember years ago, all the cars were different colors or the different makes and models and different – it was just whatever decal they could put on was (laughs) kind of – you didn't know if it was a police car or not. And um, You've got the entire fleet, the same make, model, um, color. Yes, right now the fleet is –
2: Every officer is driving uh, the uh, Ford Explorers, mm-hmm. uh, police police interceptor models. Um, I inherited a good fleet from the old chief. That was mm-hmm. that was one thing I did. He uh, got a good start uh, on that. He got a good start yep. on that. Um, now his, um, I was never very fond of the color, the graphics that he had on the cars before, the the black and blue. Um, so I am changing that. Yep. Um, I did change that. Right now we have three out of the. Uh, uh, cars out of the fleet already done.
0: Now your 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 car was the first, and yours your car is actually a hybrid. Yes, it's, it's a hybrid, something new, and you don't <laughs> have to plug it in.
2: No, no, it's like a Toyota, it's like a Toyota Prius. It doesn't have to be plugged in. Mm-hmm. Um, the Motor running, the gas motor running, charges the battery on it, I guess. It's pretty much what I've been explained mm-hmm. to me. I'm not a big car guy. But that's what's explained. And, and um, half the time the car runs off the battery, half the time it runs off so the battery. So
0: when motor. you're, I mean, and you you sit a lot, you know, waiting for yes. something to happen. That's it's- where police
2: officers burn the majority of their gas in their cars is sitting um and most of the time when i'm just sitting in the car it's not the the motor doesn't come cars on.
0: off i've been in it and it's like it's silent yes you know you hear the radio going or something but the the car's not making any noise and then when yeah. you need that fast go and the engine kicks in and yes Pulls you right along, and it has more horsepower. the The gas engine on it has more
2: horsepower than the other, <laughs> than the other vehicles that we have. So it's it's with, it's neat with, right now, and it's, it's huge, huge gas savings. And it is about half the gas savings, just under. Wow. Um, the other cars are getting me, you know, uh, this this car, the hybrid, is getting me almost double the gas mileage as the other cars.
0: That's pretty cool. Yes. Now you've done some uniform standardization and given the guys some proper options. Yes, we
2: have the uh, the duty uniform is black to, is back to the
0: just standard blue uniform.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, they do have the option of wearing the training uniform on on duty at times if they choose to do that in colder weather and things like that um, because it's a heavier uniform. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the outer vest carriers or the inner vest carriers, the officers can choose um, which one they want. Right, um, and we're trying to standardize some some things and trying to you know. Look like a professional police department.
0: Yeah, I mean it makes a difference when you show up and you're dressed in a uniform yes. rather than you know just a t-shirt or whatever.
2: The old chief had it had it pretty good. I can't mm-hmm. I can't complain about that. I inherited a good police department from mm-hmm. Hank Weber. I really did. Um, uh, he's the one that gave me the opportunity to come here. He's a friend of mine. And he mm-hmm. and, well, you were and assistant I, chief for a little while. Yes, I was assistant chief under Hank, so I inherited a good police department, good equipment, and things like that. I'm just trying to clean
0: it up just a little bit. Yeah, add, um, add a little bit extra to it. Yes. Now you were. Are you still the emergency manager? Yes, I am the emergency manager for the for the city also. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's uh, very cool. Now, um, is now there's some safety things that you've started doing like body cams. You're wearing one now. Yes. Um, all the officers wearing them. And right now, all the full time officers have mm-hmm. been issued a body cam, and they
2: are they're required to wear them. Mm-hmm. And each one of them wears wears the body camera. Um, they record all all uh, incidents that they respond to. Um, and traffic stops and things like that. Uh, so that's a requirement for them. Mm-hmm. And hopefully by next month or the month after, I'm gonna start the reserves also. We're gonna have, we have enough cameras now where they can sign one out as mm-hmm. they come on duty, also the part-time officers. And yes, I, I, think, it's a, I think it's a big issue for transparency. I, I believe that, you know, and the officers are, are the officers welcomed them mm-hmm. when I implemented the body camera program, mm-hmm. so they they you know they feel that there's a, a good need for it also to make sure it that- clears you know, up some stuff. Yes, you know very much. Yeah, um, and it, you know and, and and it's done well so far. Um, I've gotten some complaints where I reviewed the body camera and the officer was was good doing and, his job. And, he did his job well. He was not rude. Um, even though I get a complaint that they are, um, so it, it it happens. It happens. Well, sure. And it's usually yeah. not from our folks here in town.
0: It's usually from people passing through. That'll wreck your day when you get yeah. a, you know get stopped for something. But yes, I understand. Um, so, now you were showing me the other day at the city council. We had a, like a two-hour wait during the city council yeah. meeting, and Ed was showing me the new phones you have with with some new software on them. Yes, right now every officer has been issued a cellular.
2: Telephone, mm-hmm. an iPhone, um, and we have a program named GeoSafe that we put on these on the phones. Mm-hmm. So the officers are actually required to carry the phone on their body at all times and be logged into GeoSafe. GeoSafe allows them to, when the dispatcher enters a, a call for service, mm-hmm. they can look at it and all the details of it on their phone. They can actually look at the details.
0: So if they didn't hear it properly, they can actually see what. Yes, they can oh, see the call. Everything cool. that the dispatcher
2: types in actually shows up on their GeoSafe app mm-hmm. on the phone also gives them directions on how to get to the call if it's outside of the town limits. Um, mm-hmm. It gives them directions how to get there, it tells them exactly where it is, mm-hmm. and it also pinpoints their position at all times. That way if I have an officer that actually gets into a foot chase or something at night in the middle of the night, he ends up in the middle of a field and he doesn't know where he is, mm-hmm. um, which, happen- which is quite common, yep. um, we know exactly where he is and mm-hmm. we can find him. Go help him. and Yes. Yeah. Wow.
0: That's pretty cool.
2: Um, we can also, with GeoSafe, we can also see the other units in the county. We also see Kingfisher County, where they are. Oh, really? Um, so Wait, so you can see if help is on the way or... We can see if help is on the way. If they need assistance, we know exactly where they are, and my officers can get to them, and mm-hmm. vice versa. It's a, it's a very good program that integrates us. Right now, we are, in, we are linked with uh, Kingfisher County Sheriff's Office, Wacomus mm-hmm. Police Department is also linked in with us. So we can actually see where all those units you can see are. See the also. big
0: picture of something really big uh-huh. is happening. You yes. know, you know, kind of what are they converging or what, what's what's yes. what's going on? Okay, wow, that's pretty neat. Now, um, you you've got some te- technology kind of in the works or your I guess your wish list kind of a thing. <laughs> yes, uh, that
2: GeoSafe also has a program where uh, where right now when we make a traffic stop or if we want to need information on a on a vehicle tag or a driver's license we call the dispatcher Mm -hmm. um soon here shortly within the next month or two the officers will be able to run that information actually in the vehicle Mm -hmm. off of that geosafe program also Mm -hmm. It, it actually has the ability to to do that okay so that um is one of the pieces of technology that we have coming where the officers can actually uh look at the information and have an ipad in the vehicle where they can actually run that information themselves
0: and and you're saying that they could actually generate a ticket from that or is that something looking, else? No. That's something else. Oh, that's, that's, More a, stuff. I'm sorry. That's a,
2: digit, <laughs> that's a, that's a, a uh, digital ticket writing system that we also have in the works mm-hmm. that hopefully we're going to be getting soon, which will make it easier for the officer. to. Uh, it'll, it, it's a time savings. Mm-hmm. The officer can write a ticket in half the time or a warning mm-hmm. um, or a citation, and then it automatically integrates with the court system. So it's going to be uh, and you can actually read time it. savings. Yes, and we can actually read it. it would have to depend on the officer. <laughs> I don't know what I and, did. I can't read the ticket. Yes, yeah. and, and the people and you know the court can read the tickets, and the, mm-hmm. the violator can also read the tickets on the scene because it'll be printed out of a printer that the officer will have in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of the things we're looking at also. Um, we're also looking at um, we're going to be working in conjunction with Red Rock and having uh, emergency mental health services on those iPads also where instead of taking them to a hospital like if somebody needs so, you know some mental health services that we mm-hmm. respond to, we can actually put them on those iPads that are going to be in the car and we can link them to a, a licensed mental health professional oh. and we can do that
0: with the iPads that we're putting in the cars also. wow. This this technology thing has just gone yeah. wild. It's it pretty. It's slick. a great thing. You're going to be you're going to be uh, chasing speeders with drones soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I understand you're looking for help. You have like two positions or a position and a half. Or right now, we are looking for a
2: lead dispatcher, mm-hmm. a supervisory dispatcher, mm-hmm. and jail administrator because we do have a ten day ten day holding jail.
0: Is that two positions or no, one person one, can do
2: both. one person will do both. I'm okay. looking for that position right now. Um, and I'm also looking for part-time dispatchers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I accept the applications for both positions right now. Okay.
0: Yes, Very cool. And I guess they just call uh, yes. uh, the 444
2: number? Call okay. the 405-853-4444. Easy to remember. Um, yes. And they can, or they can come by the station and pick up an application. Mm-hmm. Um, or they can print the application off of a uh, town's website. Okay. It's on there also. Very cool. Is there anything else you want to share? Uh, I, I, think, I think we pretty much covered We did. We, we got the cars, we got the uniforms. <laughs> yeah, we're good.
0: Ed's, Ed's a really nice guy, and I, I guess I've known you for the year and a half or two years that you've been here. Yes. And he's uh, very open. If you have any questions, you can give him a call. Um, and he's out in the community a lot. I see him quite often in... And yes,
2: I have. I have very much an open door policy. Mm-hmm. If somebody wants to come see me, my door is always open for anybody that lives in this town mm-hmm. uh, to come in and talk to me. Uh, any concerns? Um, and you know, with that being said, also, um, I just want to throw one other thing out there. If mm-hmm. if anybody has any crime, um, anybody has any crime. We need to know about it, you know. Even if it's something as simple as a flower pot being stolen off of the front porch, mm-hmm. I'd like to know about it because I can't stop crime if I don't know the crime is happening. Good point. Um, so that's one of the things I like. to
0: Well, you you have been, um, and the department's been like this for a while. But you you've always wanted your officers and you to be approachable. Yes, um, very much you so. Know, you have the you have the school kids come in every, once a mm-hmm. year and yeah. go through everything and put them in jail and take pictures and things and. Um, so that's that's kind of important is that they can especially the young kids growing up understand that you the police are there to, to to help them and to to be approachable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. All right. Awesome. Thank you, Ed. Okay. All right. Thank you. Stay tuned. When we come back, we talk with Lee Lunzenmeier about the girls softball team. This show made possible in part by Pioneer. GoPioneer.com. Be sure to click the subscribe like, and hit the notification bell to be sure you never miss an episode of the All About Hennessy Show. Hi, Lee. How's it going? I'm good. This is Lee Lintonmeyer. Meyer. Linton. Linsen. And I practiced and I still didn't get it right. I'm sorry. I'm sure oh, I'm no the first problem. one to mess it up. No. Um, Lee is the fast, fast and slow pitch girls softball coach?
3: Yes. Head coach. Yes, at correct? the high school.
0: Awesome. And this is your third year.
3: My third year. All right.
0: Um, now, you're originally from, where did you say you're from?
3: Glencoe. 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 Where is Glencoe? Glencoe is over between Stillwater and Pawnee, Class A school. That's it. I think I've blasted through there once or twice. Yep. and yeah, They've okay. had some good basketball there.
0: And you were at, you went to OSU? Yes. Okay.
3: And you were at Enid first? Is that, was it? That was one of my early stops, yes. That okay. was probably about my third job, and I was there for about eight years. And you have
0: a, a you had a connection with Hennessy there. Didn't you have a, a, a Hennessy coach? Didn't you coach somebody from here?
3: Yes, our old, uh, or our girls basketball coach from last year, uh, Ali Singh. I coached her older brother in basketball. Yep. So It's trading out the <laughs> coaching jobs yes. there.
0: Cool. And then now you were, uh, this was your first, well, you you were telling me a a funny story about how you
3: got into softball because you were always basketball or um, baseball. Baseball, yes. It it started when we moved to Stillwater. My wife was the uh, head uh, softball coach there. I was the assistant uh, high school boys basketball coach. Mm And some things happened where they uh, had to get a new uh, JV softball coach in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. And the AD said, well, guess what? Your husband's going to do it. And I had never <laughs> coached uh, uh, softball before. coached baseball, so I knew some of it. Uh-huh. But softball rules. It's still
0: a ball on a stick. Right. Oh, okay. Softball
3: yeah. rules are a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And it was just luckily that uh, next day we were going to a JV softball tournament. <laughs> My wife didn't have to have a high school game. She went with me and told me some of the different rules and mm-hmm. stuff. And then after that, I was on my own. Oh, so, um, gosh. trial by fire. There yes. It's you yes.
0: yes. your job. Go do it now, quick. Yes, it was. Oh, that is funny. Now, um, so what's the connection with Lisa? Everyone around here knows BASA. So what's your, what is Lisa? An assistant coach?
3: She or? is our middle school head coach for fast pitch, and mm-hmm. I help her. And then she also is a middle school and my assistant slow pitch coach. As well. So she helps me do all the softball. So the fast and slow pitch thing all confuse me. I don't hear. Yeah. yeah. Fast pitch in the fall, slow pitch in the spring.
0: Oh, see, for some reason, I thought they were the same time. But there it is. So the same players a lot of times. Yes. The same yes. team. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just throw the ball a little faster. Right. Okay. And um, so you're kind of, you guys are kind of on a roll. This, we're filming on Monday. What's the date, Ivan? What's today's date? He's got to look. 20th. 20th. So today's Monday the 20th, and you
3: have a game. Yeah, against Pawnee. This is our last district game, and it's at home. And, and this, is, a, this is
0: the qualifier yes, one. Yes, this yeah. is
3: the must-win. If we win, we're in the playoffs mm-hmm. uh, later in the week. And if we lose, then our season's just it's about over. over. Yeah.
0: Okay, so if you're watching this and they're still playing, they did yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. If they're not playing, well,
3: it didn't work out quite so well. Right. And you've
0: had a really good season. You've had, yes. like,
3: some um, – We've had, we've had a seven-game winning streak, which they said hadn't been done in a long time. We're on the verge of having a winning season, which they said might might be 10 to 12 years since the last time. So uh, girls have uh, played really well at times and uh, continue to get better, and we're just crossing our fingers for tonight.
0: Now you got good and bad. You've got a strong team, but... You lost. You're going to lose six seniors.
3: Yes, uh, we're going to lose a big uh, core group of those uh, girls. That uh, again, we wouldn't be where we are without them. Mm-hmm. When I came here three years ago, I knew it was going to be a building process. Yep. They are the ones who got that started, and you know we'll we'll credit them with uh, getting us where we are. Next year, eighth graders are going to have to step in and uh, mm-hmm. help us out as well. Kind of build them up for yes. the next
0: three, four years, and right. Very, very cool. Well, that's exciting. You know, I have, um, I always joke with any coach that if it doesn't have wheels on it, I don't, I don't understand it. And (laughs) so I go to a lot of these games and okay, they hit the ball and they ran really fast. I guess that was good. So um, we appreciate all you do and bringing the girls to where they are, um, you know, with this kind of a season and we're excited. We hope you, you get over this next hurdle and Uh, But you were saying now if you do go to the playoffs, you have like three games in one day?
3: Yes, a possibility. It'll be a best-of-three-game series. Probably, again, everybody still has a game or two to play in the districts. Mm -hmm. Probably would be Walters. Good three-hour plus bus drive. (laughs) Then we play the best-of-three. All of it has to be done in one day. Okay. And then so the winner of that... Punished,
0: you're being punished for winning. Kind yeah, of, yeah, well,
3: and then the winner of that then goes to regionals the next week oh, and continues wow. on.
0: Yeah. Well, we get a little bit of a rest before you, yes. Before you yes, go Yes, yes, we there. will. And where are the... You know, like with basketball, you go to the big house. Where do you play, like regionals and state regionals
3: will be at the number one team in the in one of the districts mm-hmm. state will be has been at hall of fame they've been under construction i think it'll be back at hall of fame this year mm-hmm. but the last couple of years has been at fire lake and shawnee mm-hmm. because they've been adding all that upper deck and all that but i right. think it's back at uh, hall of fame stadium i think they're back open yeah they were yeah for the, the world big, series big major yes. remodel and everything yep.
0: yeah very very cool
3: Thank you, Lee. All right. Well, thank you for having me. You bet.
0: Be sure to click the subscribe, like, and hit the notification bell to be sure you never miss an episode of the All About Hennessy Show. Check out this week's All About Hennessy Post newspaper and subscribe for free at allabouthennessy.com.